Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. Major League Baseball playoffs, they start this afternoon, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the NFL and the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to watch the playoffs. You're going to watch the playoffs. We're going to pay attention. But there's so many games. Where do you even start? The White Sox and the A's? I don't know. Let's talk about the Colts. Colts on Sunday, they travel to Chicago to play the Bears at Soldier Field. Let's talk to the coordinators of the Indianapolis Colts. First, offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni. Nick, you got a challenge this weekend. That Bears pass rush, you got three elite-level guys who can get to Phillip Rivers. You've got uh, Akeem Hicks. You've got Robert Quinn. You've got, last but not least, Khalil Mack. This week of preparation, how do you make that a priority, and does that kind of change your week of prep, those three guys and their ability to attack the quarterback? That's a good question. Um, we, we always we always are trying, going to try to think about the, the best players on the, the opposing team's defense. And, you know, that, that, that goes into our game planning just as much as our players, right, of, of trying to get our players the ball and, and, the player, and our playmakers the ball and the run and the pass game and do what we do best. But we also got to think about – we do also have to think about, you know, what they do best as well. So we, we – you know, I know, you know, Frank and I have had a – a ton of experience together. We played in that in that AFC West together when you know Khalil Mack was was with the Raiders, uh, and Justin Houston was with uh, with the Chiefs, and uh, you know so you know we played in, and and Vaughn Miller was with the with the uh, um, Broncos. So we had a ton of experience doing that, and obviously the AFC AFC South has has a lot of good pass rushers too so we're constantly thinking about that it's definitely it it definitely poses poses a challenge but constantly thinking about that and and it's in our it's in our preparation each week when we play players like this hey you know so far through three games the deep ball to ty hilton doesn't seem to be a real priority you threw one but it was dropped anyway is that because it's just not the way this offense works or because you guys have been ahead for the majority of the last two games, we're going to have we're going to have 
uh, plays that go to Ty each week. We 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 know that the the offense runs through Ty and the pass offense runs through Ty and and getting him the football. So we're just going to continue to to do what we do as far as planning it and uh, and 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 practicing it and planning it against the different looks that we're getting and it'll get going. It will. I I have no I have no doubt about about that that it'll get going. Um, and we'll and we'll get that and we'll get that part of our game going. With Trey Burton coming back from injury, does that mean fewer opportunities for Mo Ali Cox? Mo has been really good so far. Yeah, you, you, we have to continue to keep him involved. He's made too many plays to say, okay, now uh, Mo, you take a back seat. Mo, Mo's going to be involved. We we plan for Mo. Um, we want to get him the football, and um, we we have a variety of ways of the way we want to get. It. We know what he does well. And we know what he excels at, and those are the, going to be the ways we continue to try to get Mo the football. Are you worried about the health of the receiver core? I mean, Michael Pittman going down in addition to Paris Campbell. You guys are thin at wide receiver. Yeah, I, I think, right, when you lose playmakers that we've lost, you know, in Paris and, and in Michael for, the, for this, this week, um, you know, it, you definitely you, you have to think about it, right? You have to think about it. Um, and you got to, and you always got to, right. It's just like I was, I said, I think I said this last week about when someone asked a question about Paris, like how do you replace his production? Well, it's not just one guy replaces Paris's production. Right. And it's not just going to be one guy that replaces Michael production. It's going to be by committee of what these guys do the best. So something that T Y does really well, then he takes that, you know, something that Zach does really well, he takes that. And if it's Reese, then he takes that. So it's not, it, we're thinking about it a lot because that's just what we do as coaches. We try to put our guys in best positions that uh, they can be in to make football plays. Do we worry about it? I don't think we can. I just think it's, it's just a, we, we definitely think about it, you know, because again, because we have to, but worrying about it, you know, we, we're ready. I, I, these guys are ready. These, these, the guys that Chris Ballard and his staff have, have given us as backups are good talents that would play at a lot of places. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited about their opportunity because I know they'll be successful when they go out there because, because they're ready to go. Um, Mike Grow does a great job of coaching them. Um, Chris Ballard and his staff did a great job of getting, getting these players in here. And, you know, we practice really hard. I, I, I say that, I feel like I say that every week, you know, we practice really hard. So got, and, and guys know that and, they have no choice but to get better. So, you know, they're going to be ready, and I'm and I'm excited for an opportunity. Obviously, we're going to miss, and I tell and I tell Paris this. I've told Paris this last week. We're going to miss you. There's no doubt about it. You're a great playmaker. We're going to miss you, uh, Marlon Mack. We're going to miss you. Um, so th- there's no there's no doubt about it. Um, but excited for these guys' opportunity and confident in these guys big time. You know, you had compartment syndrome as a player. Uh, same thing that Michael Pittman's got. What was your experience with it? Yeah, um, Michael ran a, ran an in route, <clears throat> which coincidentally was the same route that I ran when I hurt had hurt my hurt myself as well. Um, same way, right leg, you know, just like I was like I was running that same thing. And uh, you know, basically basically you get that trauma and you're, you get some trauma. Unfortunately, I'm an expert on this, this subject, uh, but you get some trauma in your leg and um, there's nowhere for the swelling to go. I don't know all the, I'm not, 
you know, a trainer or anything, but there's nowhere for the swelling to go and it has to be relieved some way, some form into, uh, and it, and it is, is pretty serious. You have to, you have to relieve the pressure somehow and their way to relieve the pressure is to, you know, to, in, you know, relieve the pressure by opening it up. And, uh, so, you know, I, I just, I just know that in my experience with it, that I had very good, I had a really good trainer. His name was Jay Jonas. Uh, you know, hopefully he listens to this as he, I owe, I owe him a great deal, deal of gratitude. Um, Jay Jonas was our train athletic trainer. Um, he noticed the symptoms that I was having that come on later and, uh, they got me to the hospital and I, and I had no problems, right. Because they were able to, to open it up. And, you know, it seemed like, and it seems like what happened here, uh, same situation. We have great trainers, great doctors, um, that were on top of it and, and saw what was going on and the symptoms that was going on and was able and were able to handle it. So tribute to, you know, because it can be very serious if you let it go. And so a tribute to my trainer, Jay Jonas, and a tribute to our, our doctors and trainers for, for being so, so on top of that. Did, real quick, did it end your football career or was that? No, I, no, I, I came back after that and uh, had a pretty, had, I had a different, my, the reason my, the reason my compartment syndrome can happen a lot of different ways as we, as, as, some of us know and some of us don't know, right? The my injury was different than Michael's. The one that was happening inside my leg, like I think he, you know, whatever it was, it was different. Um, but now I came back and played, and it was, you know, I felt like I felt like I was better than ever. To be honest with you, after I came back. Thanks, Nick. That's Nick Sirianni, offensive coordinator of the Colts. Let's welcome to the show the defensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts, Matt Eberflus. Matt, how critical is it? We're going to see a Bears defense that likes to put pressure on the quarterback. For you guys, how key is it for your defense to put pressure on the quarterback? Yeah, so, you know, as, as it's been stated before, you know, and you guys have heard this a thousand times, but it's so true that it starts up front. You know, it's with the guys, the, the quarterback gets sped up um, with, with the pressure from the front four. And when you're able to do that with the front four and then able to drop seven into coverage, you can do a lot of different things. Uh, with your coverages. Uh, so if you're able to do that, uh, then you're able to ho- have with the coverages, you're able to have the quarterback hold the ball a little bit uh, for an extra tick. And that's really when you have good rushers on the edge or in, in inside, that's what you're searching for. Um, and then you get a pressure or we, as we saw in the first game, we got some scrambles and, and some different things, but uh, we get them to hold it for a second and then hopefully we can get home. Hey, do you have enough film on Nick Foles? He's played like, what, a half a game this season. Have you seen enough of him in a Bears uniform to kind of get a feel for what he likes to do? you got some coaches on your staff who've worked extensively with Foles. What's your confidence in your ability to prepare for what he brings to the party? Yeah, I mean, you know, Nick's, Nick's play, he's played a long time in the league, so we have tape on him. Uh, you know, he's a very accurate, great deep ball thrower. Um, throws with good timing, good accuracy. Uh, he's got poison in the pocket, uh, and we we've seen him over the years, you know. Uh, and obviously, with the guys we have on the staff, think so so highly of him and him as a him as a man and him as a player. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a big challenge for us. Um, and he, he's a heck of a player. How much more complicated is it to prepare for two quarterbacks? You got Foles, but there's Trubisky too, and those guys have divergent skill sets. 
Yeah, I just think there's some subtle details that you talk to your guys about. I don't think it really changes uh, much in terms of the how you're going to defend the run of the pass. Uh, I think, you know, you're going to go with what you're going with. And I think the details of, you know, when they're in the pocket, you know, what is what does this quarterback look like uh, in the pocket? You know, what is where, where are his reads at? What does he look at um, based on one quarterback or the other? And I think you can you can see that on tape, and you can see that uh, based on you know every single week you can see what what they're looking at and how they're looking at it, and and then defending it in terms of your rush lanes, in terms of your blitz patterns, in terms of what you want to do uh, based on the quarterback's ability in the pocket. So uh, we'll we'll have a plan for for both guys, and and, and we'll go from there. Hey, when your defense is rolling as it has the last couple of weeks, what stats stand out to you? What are the hallmarks statistically for a good defense being run by you? Yeah, so the you know to play good football, um, you know on defense, I believe it's 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 limiting explosive plays. Uh, you want to be able to do that. At the end of the day, you want to say you tackled well, and you want to say that you that you you had strip attempts at the football. Um, so. I think that when you look at it in the big picture, in the basic sense, and I'm not talking about, you know, rush average and pass average and first downs and third down percentages and all those things that we look at, but I think that's really that. I mean, you, if you tackle well, limit explosives and you get, and you, you have strip attempts, that means your, your guys are on the details and, and then you, 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 you create momentum uh, through those three things. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Colts, Bears, this Sunday, Soldier Field, I can't wait. If the Bears can speed up Phillip Rivers and get him to throw the ball to them, Bears going to win this game. If the Colts can do the same thing to Nick Foles, speed him up, get him to throw picks like they did with Sam Darnold this past weekend against the Jets, Colts are going to win and they're going to cover. I think the Colts are going to be more successful at doing that than the Bears will be. I think the Colts win this game. I think they're going to cover. Let's talk for a second about Purdue, what's going on up there. Student athletes caught at a party, 13 of them. They have been suspended. They've got to have their stuff out of the dorm by tomorrow. They're going to appeal. The appeal is going to be heard and ruled on very, very quickly. What I hope happens at Purdue is that they hold firm and they suspend these kids because I think without a firm consequence, you have no chance to impart wisdom. And no chance for these student athletes or the students at Purdue to understand that there's a consequence for bad behavior. And I think that that's the beginning of education. And if that, you know what, we talk about good and bad, right? You think that a kid being suspended for a semester is really bad. In truth, it could be the best thing that happens to these kids. And I think Mitch Daniels understands that. And I think that for that reason, Purdue's going to say, you know what, we got to put a stop to this. We can't have kids running roughshod over COVID safety rules and spreading that disease among the student body. So they go back home in November or whenever, and they spread the disease to parents and grandparents. Granted, people 18 to 24, they got about the same chance of dying from COVID as they have of being hit by a bus. I know. But when they, it also travels to people who aren't so well prepared to fight the virus. And that is where the rubber hits the road. And I think that Mitch Daniels is going to see the seriousness of this situation. And he's going to impart wisdom to those who judge the appeal and say, you know what, Uh, we got to take a stand here. 
And we've got to hold kids accountable because if we don't, they're never going to learn accountability. And accountability, if that's all you learn in college, that's a great thing. This has been Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on Periscope and Twitter. It's a show so nice we do it twice. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Give Dr. Michael Neal a call, won't you? 317-849-2933.